Hello and welcome to the Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. publisher matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure, The Prodigal Brother, but Green Hornet strikes again. publisher of the Daily Sentinel, had just finished signing some letters which his secretary, Lenore Case, had brought to his desk when the phone rang. I'll get it, Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed's office? Hello, this is Senator Burnley. Is Mr. Reed there? Oh, yes, Senator, just a moment. It's State Senator Burnley. Oh, yes. Hello, Jim, what's on your mind this morning? I can make it. What time? Let's say uh, one o'clock. Is that all right with you? Fine. One o'clock it is then. Good. I have a pleasant surprise for you. So don't send me up. I'll be expecting you. I'll be there. I'll be there waiting for you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Burnley usually makes his appointments well in advance. Curious to know why he wants to lunch with me on such short notice. Well, it won't be long before your curiosity is satisfied. <laughs> A little before one o'clock, Britt Reed entered the dining room at the Civic Club and approached Senator Burnley's table. Hello, Jim. Here I am. Well, 
This is an agreeable surprise. I thought we were lunching alone. <laughs> I told you I'd have a pleasant surprise for you. Pamela, may I present Mr. Reed? How do you do, Mr. Reed? You're the first to know, Britt. Pamela is Mrs. Burnley, my wife. We were married secretly last night. Well, may I wish you happiness, Mrs. Burnley? Thank you. Congratulations to you, Jim. Thank you, Britt. This is quite a bit of news, Jim, and since I'm the first to know, I'll have a scoop for the Daily Sentinel on your wedding. <laughs> That's right. Oh, uh, does your family live here in the city, Mrs. Burnley? Well, frankly, Mr. Reed, I have no family. I did live with an older brother, Frank. Frank Hobart, that was our family name. When the war broke out, Frank went into the Merchant Marine. We were very close. As far as I know, he... He was lost at sea. Oh, I'm sorry. Yet I've never been sure. I didn't receive any official notification, and when I inquired, they couldn't find Frank's record. That's strange. Yes, I felt so, too. I put through the inquiry for Pamela. And she says they had no record of his enlistment. That's why I still hope that someday Frank will come back. For your sake, I hope he does. I know that's the one thing that would make Pamela completely happy. Isn't it, darling? Yes, Jim. It is. Well, Britt, here comes a waiter with your lunch. I took the liberty of ordering for you. <laughs> now we'll get down to celebrating our wedding in August. <laughs> it was later that afternoon when Bart Sartell, smooth, big-time crook and racketeer, had a visit from one of his henchmen in his office at his roadhouse. What do you want, Fingers? Listen, Bart. There's something here in the Sentinel I want you to see. What is it? See that picture on the front page? Hmm. Classy-looking young doll. Uh, just married to Senator Burnley, huh? But, uh, why are you showing this to me? I got a reason, as you'll soon find out. You remember a few weeks ago I told you I could get a young guy to help out on jobs? A guy just out of the pen? Yeah, I remember. And you brought around young Mercer. I've been giving him dough to live on, yet he's backed out of every job we've pulled so far. Bart, read that part. It's right there. Okay. Mrs. Burnley's only brother, Frank Hobart, joined the Merchant Marine. And the ship upon which he sailed, according to Mrs. Burnley was lost at sea with all hands. It was the Aurora, sunk by a submarine in the Atlantic in 1943. Well, what about it? Mercer is really Frank Hobart. And that dame is his sister. What? I know it for sure. Well, if that's really true, then I can... What makes you think he's Frank Hobart? He's got a picture of that doll in his wallet. I saw it once. Not only that, I knew him as Frank Hobart when he was framed for having phony gas coupons and got sent up. Framed? Sure. <laughs> I can prove that, too. What's that? I learned from you to play smart and keep things just in case. This is a note I got from Luke Roselle when he owned a few gas stations. Frank Hobart ran one of them. Luke decided the guy was getting too smart. Well, here, read it. Hmm. Bring over some of those phony gas coupons. I'm planting them at Hobart Station tonight. Luke. Say, I'd like to keep this... No, you don't. 
I keep that just so if Luke ever got out of bounds with me. I'm not a squealer, but it's a sort of protection. What about Hobart now? If he is her brother, we could shake her down for plenty of dough. Even the senator would pay up with elections coming on. If I only had some definite proof that Mercer is really Frank Hobart, I could... Where is he now? In the other room, lying on the couch, sleeping. Get him in here. Sure, right away. Hey, Mercer. Huh? Bart wants to see you. Okay. Hurry it up. He's waiting. Yeah. What do you want, Vegas? Come on in and I'll tell you. Well, here I am. Take a look at this, Mercer. All right. What's... I, uh, see you recognize the girl. Uh, no. No, I... I just noticed a strange name, that's all. I see. Grab him, fingers. Right. Hey, let me go. What's the idea? I'll just have a look at your wallet, my dear. Hey, give me that wallet. Uh, well, well. Picture of the same girl. And here's a card. A registration card. Frank Hobart, age 23. Black curly hair, blue eyes. Mm-hmm. You're 28 now. Yeah. That's about right. I'll keep these, Hobart. Let go of them, fingers. Okay. But you better not get funny. Well, now, look, Bart. There's no use to you. Why do you want them? We uh, have a big job to pull off tomorrow night. You're going to help. If you don't, Perhaps that sister of yours will be willing to pay a lot to keep her husband, uh, Senator Burnley, from knowing her brother was a convict. Oh, no. No, please, Bart. Now, look, I was free and honest. And if I really went out and helped pull a job, I, I just can't do it, that's all. Someday I hope to prove I was framed. Till then, it's, it's best he thinks I'm dead. There's a lot I can do for you. Don't... <laughs> well, tomorrow night, Hobart. You're going with us and do your part. Now, wait, Pat, listen. I used to live with my sister. She was away for a few days when the cops picked me up. I left a note saying I was joining the Merchant Marine. A prison guard I knew joined up and came to see us. He said he was on the Aurora. I gave him a letter to mail saying I was on that ship. So what? I never wrote again. Then I read that the Aurora was lost with all aboard. So I decided to let her think I was dead. Don't spoil it all, Bart. I'll make it up some way on it. <laughs> quite a story, old Bart. But uh, as I said before, you're going along with us and do your part tomorrow night. <laughs> It was after six o'clock when Mike Axville entered the outer office where Miss Case was preparing to leave for the night. Hey, Kelsey! How are you feeling after a short day's work? <laughs> Where have you been? Mr. Reed expected you in much earlier than this. Suffering snakes. Is Reed still here? Yes, he is. Uh-oh. Guess I'd better go in and tell her what held me up. <laughs> yes. 
You better think of a good one. Fast. <laughs> I just tell him the truth, that's all. <laughs> oh. Well, let's hope he doesn't check up on what you tell him. Uh, good night, Michael. Good night. Okay, Alfred. What's the later this time? Well, as I passed the grill down the block, I felt the need of a bit of coffee, so I went in. I was sitting at the counter when I heard the waiter having words with a guy in the booth just behind me. Look, bud, in the first place you're drunk and we can't serve you any more to drink. In the second place, you haven't put down enough to pay for what you did have. I'm sorry I'm drunk, huh? I'm not drunk. You're the one who's drunk, that's who. Now listen, I haven't time to bother with you. You owe me a buck and 40 cents more. Fork it over and then beat it out of here. Hold on there a second, you good man. What are you buttoning for, mister? Here. Just take this door and calm down. Oh, sure, thanks. You better get that friend of yours out of here so he can sober up. Uh, look, mister, you better let me help you get outside. What do you say? Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. Waiter says I'm drunk. I know what he's talking about. Oh, come on. Easy now. Yeah. I'm with the Daily Sentinel. Uh, the Sentinel, huh? What's the paper that got me into trouble? You saw that paper. I gotta do what he says. You gotta keep poor little Pam from knowing. Pick on my sister, will I? Poor little Pam. Little Pam. I... Oh. oh, my hand. Easy now. Where do you live? Uh, I got a room on 10th Street. Well, it's a 10th Street. 201-10. Just a dump. Live on the first floor. Just a dump. 201-10, eh? Well, no. I'll stick you in a cab and I'll pay the driver. No. On second thought, I'll go along. Now, just steady yourself a minute while I get a cab. Taxi! Taxi! So you see, Reed, that's why I was late getting back. I was afraid he'd go back to that grill and get in trouble if I sent him off alone. Ah, oh, the poor guy. He sure was upset about something, seemed like. I see. Well, I guess you did the right thing, actually. I'm going on home. You'd better go see what Donovan wants. He's been waiting for you. Okay, Reed. I'll go right down to the city room now. <laughs> oh, actually, in his good deeds. Someday, look. Hmm. I can't mention the sentinel. Spoke of his sister Pam and of trouble. I wonder if the Green Hornet could find out just what it's all about. We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment.
Britt Reed left the Sentinel office and went to his apartment where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. Cato, let's forget dinner for the time being. Well, why are you not eat now, Mr. Britt? Pamela is an unusual name, Cato. And Pam is an unusual nickname. They could be connected. Oh, that's a strange answer. I ask you why you not eat. Oh, yes, about dinner. Cato, I want to investigate something. Or rather, I want to talk to a certain young man. Oh, you mean Green Hornet go to see man, perhaps? Yes. There may be no connection. But if it should turn out as I hope, we'd be helping clear up something for a good friend of mine. And perhaps at the same time, get another person out of trouble. We go out now, then, in Black Beauty? Yes. There's no time like the present. Let's go, Cato. Stepping through a secret panel in the rear of a closet in the bedroom, Britt Reed and Cato went along a narrow passageway built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage led to an adjoining building, which fronted on a dark side street. Though supposedly abandoned, this building served as the hiding place for the sleek, super-powered Black Beauty, streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Britt Reed pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. A short time later, Frank Hobart was awakened from a deep sleep by a violent shaking. Come on, you. Wake up. Wake up. What's the matter? Wake up. I have an old light to fool with you. What? You. You're the Green Hornet. Glad you recognize me. I came here on business. Bart Sartell sent you here a bit. Maybe. He doesn't like you getting drunk and talking out of turn about that sister of yours. Oh, now I remember. He knows about Pamela. And he decided to pull that big jump tonight instead of tomorrow night. But I won't go with him. I won't. Bart says you will or else. So you're in this deal with him, huh? Forcing me to go through with it to keep him from blackmailing Pamela and the senator. Maybe your sister and the senator you speak of wouldn't go for the blackmail. Maybe what Sartell has wouldn't bother them at all. Oh, yeah? You think she'd want him to know her brother was an ex-convict? You think I want her to know? Even if I was framed. The senator would lose the election if it got out, too. Yes, you're right. That means you'll have to play Sartell's way. Even if I denied that I was related to Pamela. Bart has my registration card as proof. You'd better be sure to go on that job tonight. So that's why you came to make sure I do go. Maybe. <laughs> Sartell's smart. You'll be in no spot to squeal. And even after you help pull the job, he could blackmail the senator and make it look as though you're doing the blackmail. Why, you... So that's his plan, huh? I'll tip off the cops right now. They'll be at the wholesale grocery warehouse at 8 o'clock to catch Barton Fingers when they go to hijack that truckload of sugar. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Put on that gun and let me get out to a phone. Sorry, but you're going to help on that job as Bart planned you should. Well, I... I guess you win. And to make sure you do go, I'll take you right along with me in my car. 
Oh, come on. shadows until we see Sartell drive up at the warehouse. Then you'll get out and go join him. Understand? And what are you supposed to do? I'm playing lookout on this job, so I'll stay right here. But my gun will be trained on your back, just in case. <laughs> you being sure I'll go through with it, aren't you? You can figure that out for yourself. I suggest you don't tell Sartell I brought you here either. He won't like it if he knows you had to be forced to come. Now look on it. Let me tip off the cops and I'll be all We're right. We're sitting right here until your pals show up. So make the best of it. Meantime, Bart and Fingers were driving to the warehouse. Say it, Bart. Do you think Frank will show up? He'll show up, all right. He knows if he doesn't, I'll make a visit to his sister, a senator. Once we pull this job, we'll really have him on the spot. <laughs> Even though he helps us with his job, I intend to pay that visit to his sister later tonight. <laughs> but he doesn't know that yet. You sure are smart, all right. Here's the warehouse. <laughs> See anything of Hobart? No, not yet. Maybe the... here he comes from across the street. Ah, that's him, all right. Well, here I am. I knew you'd show up. All right, fingers. Get to work on the lock on that door. Okay. The truck's just inside. All loaded with sugar, ready to roll. I'll get this door open in a second. Ah. This is an extra big padlock, but I can get it. Hurry it up. There. That did it. Now we'll all go inside. Then we'll open the big doors. You first, Hobart. All right. Fingers, you drive the truck. Hobart, you go get up there with him. I'll take a gander outside first. Then I'll slide open the big doors. Why do you have to look around when you have the hornet posted his lookout out there? Hornet? What's he talking about, Bart? Yeah. What's that you're saying about the hornet? You ought to know. You hired him to work with you. Hey, what gears? What kind of talk is that? Oh, don't pull that stuff. You sent him to make sure I'd come here. Hey, give me this straight. You say the green hornet came to your place tonight? You know I did. He's pulling something on us, Bart. Listen, you might have a good mind. Lord, hold Sartell. Who the devil is that? Look. The open doorway. It's the Green Hornet. Yeah, he's double-crossing. I'm glad of it. I'll take that gun. Look out, Bart. Why, you... I've got it. Fingers, get your rod and shoot. I must have laid it down someplace. I haven't got it. Leave it down to pick the lock. I have it along with my own. Fingers, you fool. Hey, we have to do something. Fingers, get in the truck. Quick. No, you don't. Take some of this. Yes. I'm getting out of here. Wait, come back here. Hey, you're next, Hornet. The lights went out. But I'll get you. He went out. I have to put on the lights. Fingers has fainted and Bart's out cold. I'll get my wallet and stuff from him. Here it is. I better search Fingers, too. See if he has anything to... What's this? A note from Lou Crossell. 
Written several years ago. This proves I was framed. Now I'll phone the police and stay right here until they get here. These two mugs won't bother me or my sister ever again. Later that night at police headquarters, Sergeant Burke, who was at the desk, was talking to Frank. Now look, son. You sure you want to keep all this from your sister like you say? Yes, Sergeant. I've thought it all over. She's safe now from Sartell and anyone else who might want to try blackmail. Sure she is. That note you got from Fingers with Luke Rozelle's name on it proves you went to prison on a frame-up. What's more, we got Fingers to talk, and he squealed about it. The inspector says you got a clean bill of health. I'm sure glad about that. I can't for the life of me see why you gave those reporters the name of Mercer instead of your real name. Your sister ought to know. No. No, she... She thinks I'm dead. I'm drifting along without a job, and... Well, it's better this way. And I guess I... Hey, sir! Mike! I thought you went over to the Daily Sentinel long ago with your story. I did, but when I talked to Reed, he told me to do something, and, well, I had to come back down here to get it done like he wanted. Oh, uh, say, young fella, Inspector Evans wants to see you again in his office. All right. Hey, take over, Cassidy. Right, Sarge. I'll come along with you, Frank. I do your curiosity to get the best of you, Sarge. <laughs> Is that so now? Well, here's the inspector's office. Hey. hey the inspector isn't at his desk. I've taken Who? over for the moment, Sergeant. Suffering snakes. It's Senator Burnley. As if you didn't know. <laughs> well, I was in on it, Sarge. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Did you say Senator Burnley? That's right, Frank. In other words, I'm your new brother-in-law. But... But how did you get to Come know? Come on out from behind that screen, Pamela. Frank. Oh, Frank. Oh, Pam. Oh, golly, I... I don't know what to say. I to think if it hadn't been for Britt Reed, you might have gone away without us ever knowing. Britt Reed? Who's he? One of our best friends, Frank. Publisher of the Daily Sentinel. Yeah, but... But how did he know? I told Reed all about it. I got your real name from the inspector. I uh, met you this afternoon, too, remember? Oh, vaguely. <laughs> but, well, uh, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> oh, golly, Pam, I, I guess I have to explain. Everything's I... been explained, Frank. And you'll have a good job in my office. Oh, it's all so wonderful. I'm ever so grateful to Mr. Reed for having Mr. X would bring us down here. Oh, poor boy. You've been through so terribly much. That he has. And he's a brave one, too. He faced down the clean harness, no less. Well, all I thought of was that they were trying to ruin Pamela's life and lose the election for Senator Burnley. Well, the senator wouldn't have had to worry. <laughs> the voters know he's a good one in politics and they'd have put him back in. Thank you, Sergeant. Well, I'm sure grateful to Mr. Reed for bringing us together, but, well, somehow I feel that I owe the Green Hornet a vote of thanks, too. Because it was his action that brought things to a head. <laughs> You'd better just tank Reed and let it go at that. You'd never get a chance to find us about the harder to do any tanking. <laughs> Anyways, you'll find Mr. Reed much more agreeable company. You can take my word for that. Green Hornet, Millet, Bird, Red, Electric, Red, 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 Red,
These copyrighted dramas originate in the studios of WXYZ Detroit, and all characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious. <laughs>